So, all right. Y'all ready for this? (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) That's how Tommy gets ready. We just can't see him. (laughs) He gets a good little dancing. Jazz hands. (laughs) That was aggressive. (laughs) With the small caption, everybody gets ready differently. (laughs) Did I see my man boobies jiggle? I felt them. Alright, here we go. Hello everybody and welcome to the Paranormal Minds of JST. It is me, Tommy, hosting tonight with my two co-hosts, Josh. Hello, hello. And Shane. Hi. And tonight, we shall be covering UFOs. So... Y'all believe in UFOs, right? No. Well, that's horrible. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Definitely do. <laughs> well, I, I mean, there's been so much um, like documentation about UFOs. Granted, I know a lot of people will be like, but they were drunkards in fields. And most of the time, they probably were. Let's face it. What else do you do in a field? But... <clears throat> A cow. Uh, Ignore that. (laughs) That might have to be edited out. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to take that out. (laughs) We're going to offend some people, Joshua. Okay. (laughs) Farmersonly.com. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) See? Um. (laughs) Tommy knows what's up. Anyways, so since. now, we know the big crash in 1947, right, in Roswell, Mexico. We covered it uh, just a little bit, not a whole lot, in um, our Marfa Ghost Lights episode, or the Marfa Lights. So, what's crazy about that is we all know that they pretty much said it was a weather balloon, right? They sent up a weather balloon, it crashed. That's it. No UFO. No little gray men running around or green men. Uh, all that. Right? Like, you know the band, the Foo Fighters, right? Like, in the 40s and 50s, there were, like, pilots from the Air Force that would fly around. And they were called Foo Fighters. And their job was to essentially look for UFOs. So, and that's where Project Blue Book comes in. Now, it ran from the late 40s to about the early 60s, roughly around there. And this is from the National Archives, all right? So, the National Archives, they talk about Project Blue Blue Book. ah, Blue Book has been declassified and the records are available for examination in our research room. Uh, the project closed in 1969, and they have no information on sightings after that date. From 1947 to 1969, so it was late 60s, not early 60s, my bad. Uh, a total of 12,618 sightings were reported to Project Blue Book. Of these, 701 remained unidentified. The project was headquartered at Wright Patterson Air Force Base, whose personnel no longer received document 
or investigate UFO reports. 701 remain unidentified. Like, that's crazy. So, and then you have, um, I think it was in the 70s in uh, Pasigula, down in Mississippi. Two dock workers down there uh, saw a UFO. If I'm not mistaken, they claimed to have been abducted. Then, then, of course, here recently, we're seeing a lot more evidence as far as people on social media and even news organizations reporting strange lights in the skies, right? And, of course, you know, here, what, in 2020, about the end of 2020, the government came out and said, yes, UFOs are real. What are y'all's take on that? When uh, you say the government said UFOs are real, I know we've talked about that before. I've never really gave much mind to it. <clears throat> Was that their wording? That UFOs are real or aliens are real? Well, th- they didn't say aliens are real. So they said like UFOs. Um, in other words, they said there are these flying things that we just don't know what they are. That's kind of like just how they worded it. Like, you know, yeah, we've had these instances. We don't know what they are. So we're just going to call them UFOs. Oh, so they could have been anything. Yeah. So that's that's kind of their way of like skirting around like, I've never thought about that until just now. I haven't either. Because technically, my neighbor gets high on drug of choice and takes a guitar and throws it off of his roof, and I don't know what it is. That's a UFO, right? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's just an unidentified flying object. Right. Hmm. (laughs) You look at, I mean, I guess essentially a bird flying through the air, you know, and you don't know what it is. And off in the distance, it doesn't look like a bird. You know, it could be considered a UFO, so which could be why a lot of people who experience UFOs uh, sightings, when they take lie detector tests, they come back like they weren't lying. Yeah. But they also do the same thing for alien people who were abducted by aliens. And that all depends on how much you really trust lie detectors. True. Um, I think you can, not to get off subject, yeah, I think you can beat a lie detector. I'm pretty sure I have enough practice telling stories that I could say whatever I want connected to one, and it, it wouldn't know. Well, you know, they say, uh, what is it, sociopaths? They'll pass a lie detector every time. Like, they, they can lie to you and, like, their whole... Because the way... My understanding of how a lie detector test is it uses the your heartbeat and your pulse and all this other stuff to determine if you're lying or not. And essentially, they're just able to stay calm, like, it all so yeah we can uh order a polygraph on amazon for 140 bucks that might be worth it just to play around with. <laughs> yeah right what did you do last night <laughs> well this is more yes or no <laughs> questions but uh, yeah <laughs> we'd we'd use it like the fatties we are like did you eat the last slice of pizza in the middle no. of the night <laughs> <laughs> Going like this, liar! <laughs> Sweat dripping off of our faces. Like, I promise you, man, it wasn't me. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I just find it interesting because you know, um, and I'm not trying to bring up like ancient aliens because I, I'm a firm believer in like I I think that UFOs exist. I think aliens exist because. You can't tell me that we're the only sentient beings in this universe, right? This vast 
you know, expanse of nothingness, essentially, full of billions and trillions of planets, and we're it. But I'm not one of those people, and where I disagree with ancient aliens is the fact that they come in, they're like, oh, well, humans didn't build the pyramids, aliens did. And humans couldn't have done this because they didn't have the technology to do this. Like, I, I'm just like, why can't we just have been a lot smarter than we are now back then? Well, you definitely had to be more skilled, for sure. No, if, if, if I took a trade, even a tradesman today, and this isn't a bash at tradesmen because, you know, we're tradesmen. So I, I could take a tradesman, a welder, or a carpenter. Let's just say a carpenter. And I tell them to make uh, something like they did back in the day. Or let's, I, I guess let's go with a, a masonry person. Uh, you know, build me, you know, a model of the pyramids using the same techniques that they did. You know, minus, you know, the slave labor. But like build the, the actual uh, stones to the exact same measurements, you know, without using modern day tools. He couldn't do it. No. Not with the precision, for sure. Just the way they built things back then. And that goes like all the way back to like, you know, Babylonia. You're looking at India and these old ancient civilizations and how they built things to like, down to like the, you know, I don't even know, like fractions of inches, you know, the millimeters. Yeah, laser precision. Yeah, like even a lot of people are like, you couldn't do that even with a laser, you know. Yeah. But I'm not one of those people that says like, aliens did that. You got to have some faith in our ancestors that they weren't just bumbling morons, right? Right. So, yeah, but you, you have all this talk about aliens and stuff. And some people believe like uh, angels and dragons, gods and stuff from other cultures were actually aliens instead of, you know, what they, you know, perceived to be. Well, I think the pyramids were aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have faith in humanity. <laughs> You just think we're b- we were bumbling idiots? Well, yeah, until we stole alien technology from crash ships and advanced ourselves. <clears throat> yeah. Just looking at the history of people, I mean, we're even still doing it now. Everybody's just killing each other over race and creed, and that was going on back then. And I don't know, people to me are pretty dumb. <laughs> so. Well, you know, that's... Like, before you got on, like, me and Josh were talking about how we're essentially parasites on this earth. Yeah. And this is my belief. I, I think cities are, like, huge cancer cells on this earth. And the reason I say that is because you have so much, you know, just pollution, trash, crime, you know, sewage flows through there, all that. To me, I, I, I hate living as close as we do to a city. I would rather be out in like the hill or the mountains of Montana. I would love to be there. But then I know you think about it probably in another hundred years, those mountains won't be there. There'll be skyscrapers or, you know, a new Starbucks will be on the top of that mountain. And that's what just annoys me more than anything. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's controversial. I know you said your beliefs. I mean, I think that's fact. I mean, I think people know that the way the world has been designed and because of the people that are in control, I mean, we we had to develop cities and the people in those cities can't farm. They can't, you know, do anything, but they're doing what they were led to do, which is 
be in the you know corporate America machine that we're all caught up in instead yeah. of learning those skills. So, no, I think I think everybody knows it. It's just they can't they can't get away. We all know we can't just pack up and run. But you're definitely right. Everywhere is going to be developed soon. Uh, being here, you know our. Uh, our area in Mississippi has always been wooded and nice, and we've watched it over the last five years that there's no trees left because of the apartments and the the factories and all that stuff they're putting up. So I agree with you; it's 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 all going to be destroyed eventually. And like like what kills me is there's a California company buying up a bunch of acreage and walls to put up a solar panel farm, and just think about it. Like they're buying up this land and they're going to tear it up. And by what I mean by that is like they're going to come in. I don't know if it has forests. It probably has some trees and stuff on it. They're going to tear it all down. They're going to dig it all up. They're going to run all these wires. They're going to put all these panels up. And, you know, maybe that's why aliens visit us because they're like they're tearing up this beautiful world. Or they put us here to do exactly that. You look at the species on this earth. One of these things is not like the others and it's us. We don't yeah. we don't fit in. <laughs> that is true. That is true. How are we the only creature? I, I want to say that can communicate, but certain creatures can communicate between each other. But like cognitive thought, why are we the only ones that have that ability? Well, you know, some people say, you know, monkeys kind of have that ability, but. Well, they have it in a crude sense. Like ah, I can use a stick to get ants out of a tree log, you know, but to sit and think, you know, how can I make this better? That's it's not a cognitive thought, you know. What's funny about the cognitive thought, too, though, like, I'll take it one step further. How many sentient beings do you think exist out there that have the type of thinking we do? Like you said, we look at something, how can we make this better? But then still choose to use all that cognitive ability on worrying about purchasing useless junk, making other people money, serving the machine. Something Something's wrong in our brains to where we're okay with being so intelligent and still serving a master like we're just ants in an anthill. That is weird. I've never thought about it like that. That is something to think about. And and what's what's crazy is on an evolutionary standpoint, how do we get that way? Well, we were created and planted here by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Like little test tubes in the mothership headed over here like <laughs> well this might be far-fetched it's something i've thought about before we might have talked about it but we know at least i hope we know dinosaurs roam the earth right yeah yeah the flat earth we got it yeah <laughs> right <laughs> until they wandered off the edge and floated away <laughs> no yeah, antarctica uh, creates a barrier <laughs> know your science shane know your science we're in a bowl it, yeah too, so my it's bad. flat. My bad. <laughs> but what if, uh, you know, we, we know the different types of aliens. I, I'm sure we'll get into that on another episode. But uh, just just thinking that these dinosaurs should have evolved into something else. I mean, they, they ruled the Earth. They were giant, fierce beings. They would have eventually had the intelligence to, to develop into something, right? Well, they were all wiped out. Well, what if there's this raging intergalactic battle between different types of aliens? Let's just say the greys and the reptilians. And 
in another million years, those dinosaurs would have evolved into some sort of reptilian creature, right? And then that would have expanded that race a little more. So the greys came. They're like, no, no, no. Wipe them out. And let's scoop up some of the native life here and mix it with our DNA. So primate mixed in with a little gray. All right. We're going to make them and crosswire their brains so they are going to be willing to serve us. And they're going to be extremely violent and waste all their time building weapons. Then we come back. There we go. We got us a massive army that we just left alone for thousands of years, and they're ready. Well, what happens when we turn on them? We won't, though. We don't have the firepower. All right. And water is not going to cut it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the diseases, though. Well, that's why they abduct us every now and again, so they take the blood samples and make vaccines, right? Or, here's here's the thing, here's a theory (laughs) that I've heard. Okay, and I have to be careful with this because I don't want to anger people. There's a theory about the vaccines, okay, that they're not vaccinating us against COVID, but they're vaccinating us to keep us from hurting our visitors when they show up. Uh, I think if they're capable of space travel, I think they're capable of making their own vaccines that aren't, you know... I'm just saying it was a theory. I'm not (laughs) saying it's true. I just heard that, you know. (laughs) But I'm going to be honest. If someone gets upset talking about we're spreading misinformation on this platform about it, I'm like, you do realize you just tuned into like a whole episode dedicated to talking about aliens, right? (laughs) 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 I mean, mean, you know, you you have heard of the, uh, the prison theory, right? Which which goes along that same line, like what you know, kind of what you're saying, you know, aliens. I I guess our species of aliens, as the theory goes, uh, were essentially prisoners. We were set on Earth, and then we started mating with uh, Neanderthals, and now we are essentially alien humanoid hybrid things essentially um that's how neanderthals died out we wound up taking their place and we're essentially just living on a huge prison could see that happen i mean we've seen that happen just in human lifespan taking places like uh what australia i think i know they had their indigenous peoples there but uh what the europe european people dumped prisoners there and it became a country at some point. <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was a prison colony. America had uh, was like a form of that in a way. Like they would ship criminals over to America to get them out of you know England. So and then they just eventually did the same thing with Australia. Maybe that's why we're so angry all the time. We're just violent individuals because we were, you know, aggressive in the past. Maybe we were bred for war and they ended their war. Here's the thing, right? Follow me on this. So we were bred for war, right? That's how come we're so, we, we always go to war, right? Mm-hmm. And they ended their intergalactical war with the reptiles. And they needed a place to put these warring people things that they created. And they chose Earth because it had the right atmosphere 
in case they need us again. They know where to find us as long as we don't kill each other. And that's why every now and then they just come by to check on us. But like, yep, they're still there. So kind of like the flip side of what I was saying, that they bred us here, but you're saying they already did the war and dumped us here. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why we're always going to war. It's kind of weird how how good the atmosphere is for organic, carbon-based organic life. You know, uh, and and that one character that was on that other podcast was talking about the aliens that he saw. I want to say were greys. Could be wrong. I don't remember exactly, but they were chlorophyll-based life forms, which means they used photosynthesis to make their energy where, you know, we just eat food. And... Our atmosphere is perfect for both of those things. So it's kind of odd, you know. Well, I mean, you think about it in the way our bodies absorb um, D vitamins from the sun, which helps us fight diseases and stuff. Right. Now, I'm no veterinarian or scientist, so I don't know many animals that do the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a veterinarian or scientist. They probably do. And I'm just dumb. So. Well, there's a difference in uh, (laughs) not knowing and being dumb. You know? You don't know. You don't know. Oh, no. I'm just just straight up dumb. I'm just going to be honest (laughs) with you. I mean, I'm not shooting it at all. (laughs) (laughs) My choices in life are completely shows how stupid I am. I think we all make poor decisions every now and then. Yeah. So just a real quick Google search as that I was curious about your vitamin D question. Uh, presence of fur or feathers on animals block UV light from the sun. Uh, there's also oils and things in certain animals that block it. Uh, so at least on the surface, it's it's not a thing. Oh, ah, reptiles. Yeah, now reptiles do, uh, they get the UV lights. Oh, yeah. Like with my bearded dragon, I have to uh, buy a special UV bulb for her. Okay. So, like, if if she's not going to be near a window, then she has to have a certain bulb to allow in the UV lights. Got you. Okay. Well, shit, now we add the reptilians back in there. So, yeah. It's a perfect spot for everybody. I don't know too many dog aliens or horse aliens, you know, <laughs> but we know Mark Zuckerberg is a reptile alien. Yeah. So we're coming after him hard. He's going to like cancel us somehow. <laughs> like they know too much. We're not allowed in the metaverse. That's what it is. Good. Oh, I don't want to be in his metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe he'll buy our podcast for millions of dollars and just force us into retirement. I am perfectly fine with that. (laughs) I am a-okay. I am not okay with that. (laughs) Wait, yes, Mark, don't do that. (laughs) We can't even put a price on this podcast. No, (laughs) definitely not. (laughs) Anyways, so back to aliens. Uh, But what do you think? Do you think, like, now, uh, we're... you think the reason the, the government released, like, the fact that UFOs are real, and by UFOs, of course, unidentified flying objects, not alien aircraft, is because we're seeing more and more videos of strange lights in the sky and things like that, you know? 
like I said, like even news medias are reporting it. Like, oh, there were strange lights over Phoenix. I think I know that was a big one. There were strange lights over L.A., over Washington. You know. So, what do you think? And why do you think it's so predominant now? Do you think it's because video phones and social media, and they've always been like that, or they're visiting more? I think it's always been like that. And we just have better camera quality these days. I mean, your iPhone can do 4K video, you know? And, I mean, to be honest with you, it's a pretty damn good picture. Yeah, it really is. And I'm an Android user, mostly. The exception of better cameras, it became it became uh, easier to share here recently, too. So, things like uh, TikTok... I mean, you can post a 10-second video on there and people will see it. And uh, Yeah, it was just so much easier to share. Not to mention more people to listen. You know, we're in the age of information now, which 30 years ago, if you saw an alien, all you could do was tell the people around you. Yeah. yeah. Or if you took a video of it, it was from an old VHS, big, bulky, remember those? You gotta get up there and just get it right, trying to focus it, and you're shaking. <laughs> right. and, you know, <laughs> so. that's how we figured out Bigfoot was blurry because somebody had a 4K <laughs> camera, he was still blurry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's his cloaking device. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just find it interesting, you know, how. You know, finally the government's able to come out and be like, yeah, UFOs are real, but we're not saying they're alien. We're just saying that we don't know what these are. It's like, how do you not know what they are? You're the government. You have your hands in everything. Like, you know when I poop. Okay? And that's true, because Mark Zuckerberg knows when you poop. That's weird. That's a weird thing. Well, I'm sure the activity goes up on Facebook when you're sitting there for too long. (laughs) What was it? What was it when Fallout 4 was released? Like, even Pornhub came out. And it was in the news. They came out and was like, uh, porn views were down X amount between these age demographic when (laughs) Fallout 4 was released. Good job, Fallout 4. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, I mean, they, they know all that. So you can't sit there and tell me the government doesn't know what they're going up against. Yeah. I find it hard to believe, too, because, I mean, again, it goes back to the, the video quality of things. I mean, it, it's just too it's too good not to be able to see an image. I mean, I saw cameras where when we worked at Water's Edge, those those cameras could zoom in on a, a brooch on somebody's shirt from two miles away and it looked like I was standing right in front of it looking at it. Like, come on, dude. You can't, you can't, I don't, I don't believe it, you know. And I know two, fi- two miles isn't, isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, but. Well, I mean, they got, you know, rockets that target off of satellites, Tomahawk missiles, something like that. You know, they can put a laser on the fly and the nose of that rocket will hit that fly directly. Almost perfect. So you're telling me we can spend billions and trillions of dollars on blowing up a fly, essentially. But you don't know what's flying around our skies? But now, I know some people believe that there is a, essentially, a a contract with aliens. And I'm not trying to go into, like, 
Alex Jones territory where he talks about interdimensional aliens and we have contracts and then all this, all this crazy stuff. Right. What I'm, what I'm talking about is they believe like there were survivors and, you know, uh, saw the movie Paul, right. Essentially on that same, uh, point where the alien, one of the aliens survived and essentially like cell phones, microchips, um, televisions, all this advancement in technology is essentially due to the fact that we have an alien in Area 51. And we're essentially just, um, what is it, reverse engineering the stuff that they have. I mean, and to some people it makes a lot of sense because we went from, you know, we went from a country there in, like right before World War II, where during the Depression we didn't put any money into our military to where we were fighting with stuff we had from World War One, So, you know, equipment that was almost, you know, 40 years old. Um, if not even older than that, actually. You know, from the late 1800s, early 1900s. To, by the end of the 60s, we put a man on the moon. Yeah, that's a hell of a jump. Yeah. So, you're talking about, like, within a roughly a 20, 25 year time period, we went from crappy radar, you know, crappy equipment, technology, stuff like that to, we put a man on the moon. And then you look at just, you know, a couple of years after that, we have microwaves Uh, a few years, you know, about 10 years after that, let's say 20 years after we put a man on the moon, essentially we had CDs, starting to come about and we had cell phones really starting to come about, you know? Um, I mean, they weren't, you know, they weren't readily available until the nineties, but still, you know, you look at 30 years after the moon landing, that's when you really start seeing a lot of people carrying more and more cell phones and you have laptops, you have, you know, these computers and stuff like that. So, it baffles my mind. Like the graphics card in my computer has billions of transistors on it. I'm like, you crammed it in a billions in an 11 inch piece of fiberglass and copper. You know, it blows me away. It's, and, and that's the whole thing. Like they believe they got this technology from aliens. Yeah. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it definitely wasn't mermaid aliens. <laughs> you know, what's funny, too, because I, I agree. I think, you know, we, we got all this technology from the 50s and been running with it. You think that's why everything causes cancer, too? Because the aliens would have used elements, materials available on their planet that we don't have. So we're putting materials and elements and all these things from our planet that are equivalent but put under the same circumstance and situations and whatever we're pumping into it to make a microwave or cell phone or everything now it's like uh, that's not exactly right so now you're going to get tumors in your brain and all around you because you can't you can't do anything with any technology without there being some risk at least in California according to the labels <laughs> right well, you just you just stay out of California <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I believe that a hundred percent like there's always some kind of like 
small um, emissions from that, whether it be you know radioactive or um, electromagnetic. It's it's something that's jiggling those cells around in there, and you just can't feel it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what is it? A lot of people wonder, and this has always been my theory. And people can call me crazy or stupid or whatever. I don't care. Call me whatever. I've been called. I was bullied as a kid. Okay. All right. Whatever. So thank you. <laughs> uh, no, like you look at the amount of mental health issues with cancer and stuff like that. And look at the fact that we got power lines. Right. And I'm not talking about like brain altering, you know, like they're sending out waves to fry your brains, right? You need a tinfoil hat. But I'm just saying, you're talking about sending electromagnetic waves through the air. Regardless, and I'm not trying to get into conspiracy theory thinking like 5G internet created the coronavirus, okay? Like, what I'm getting at is you can't tell me that in some level because even back in the late 90s, you know, they were talking about cancer from cell phones, right? You know, how much you talk on cell phones could cause brain cancers and other certain types of cancers. So what you're telling me is Wi-Fi, electricity, all this stuff, sending it through the air, isn't messing with our, you know, electro or neutron, you know, whatever you want to call them. I'm not a scientist again, but like the electricity in our brains to just screw us up or even the electricity in our bodies to mess with the cells that cause cancer, stuff like that. It can't be healthy. In the long runs, you know, you always hear those stories like, did you live under power lines when you were a kid? You're dumb as hell. Like, <laughs> hey, man, we finally moved. OK, I told uh, you. <laughs> Papa said we'd be all right. <laughs> I was told if I licked this paint off this thing, it would make me smarter. So I ate the chips. <laughs> that finally explains it. I always drive by those giant strips of land you know with the big uh, power whatever those things are called the big metal things carrying the power lines and i always wondered i'm like that's so much wasted real estate like you could have whole farms under these but i never thought about uh, the repercussions of that <laughs> have you ever been under one yeah i've walked through yeah um, yeah like have you heard the sounds and stuff okay yeah like the vibration but you can hear it yeah, like you can hear it, like just hear it. Mm. Uh, Again, tell me that's not messing you up, okay? <laughs> Come on. Turn a microwave on under there, you get a bolt of lightning. Like, But no, that was just my thought and theory on that. I know it had nothing to really do with aliens, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're just, pretty good just, about getting off topic. Just keep going with it. Make it come full circle. So, yeah. Well, I mean, who's to say that the reason we have to run the electricity and stuff the way we do is because, like you said, Shane, we don't have the right materials on Earth like they did on their planet. Thus, because of that, like you said, you know, it's causing cancer, things like that, mental health issues, all that stuff. Can you... Can you imagine if, you know, uh, Edison wouldn't have taken the the front running against Tesla for, for electricity? You know, Tesla had designed 
these wireless methods of providing electricity. So we're talking about just in cables at messing people up. Can you imagine, like, what would it be like it passing through the air to power everything? Yeah, it'd probably be a lot worse. I think I want to play with that. I'm going to build a Tesla coil and just sleep with it next to my head, see if it messes me up any. Eventually we go over to Shane's house after everything's said and done. Brandon's like, he's been in the room for three days, and he's just in there drawing with crayons, talking about <laughs> sea monsters. Yeah, drooling. <laughs> yeah, like, well, put him out of his misery. Time to go on. <laughs> but, or well, what about the exact opposite? What if it it's better? Yeah, Makes no. him like a super genius? Yeah, what if it's better to have that? We don't need Shane a super genius. Yeah, he's already smart as fuck. I don't understand. Yeah, right? Think about. I would definitely did. use my powers for evil if I was a super genius. See, not gonna lie. What I tell you? What <laughs> I tell you? I know. <laughs> He'd be like Lex Luthor over there, run for president. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, gonna have to fight Jeff Bezos for the title, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know he overcompensates for things. <laughs> Look at that rocket of his. <laughs> so but no nah, i mean i don't know i i just think that in general like i think ufos exist i don't feel like we're the only um sentient beings in the world you know or not in the world in the universe um and i i think by sitting there saying like they don't exist to some level to some level and you know, and I've talked about this before. I feel on the podcast, um, even if it's something that hasn't visited us, but is as smart as we are, you know, I I feel like there could be something at least like that out in the in the universe. Yeah, uh, there's no way we're alone. It, it's too much of a coincidence, uh, or uh, I say coincidence. Um, I, I lost my train of thought. Anyways, <laughs> whatever that was gonna be, <laughs> I think I know where you're going. Just, just mathematically, I mean, yeah. our sun has nine, or is it eight these days? Eight planets mm-hmm. uh, floating I'm still around with it. you, Pluto. <laughs> right. But you, you look in the sky, and then just with from what we can see from our planet. Or yeah, I mean, what millions of stars? Yeah. And so you're telling me just uh, do the half rule. If half of them have planets, and half of them could sustain life, you're saying like half of them, you know, don't. And yeah. we're still, even if we're cutting in half, or even seventy five percent, we're still talking about unfathomable numbers of possibilities out there. There's just there's no way it's just us. <laughs> you have you have the law of average. That's that would play into it because I mean we talk about finding super Earths and Earths 2.0 and things like that, you know. So you're telling me on these planets that essentially are like ours, there's no intelligent life on it, you know. So, and I think they, I think they do visit us, you know. Maybe you know a lot of people say the sightings really started to come in about the time the atomic bombs fell on. Uh, in Japan. So well, sightings have been coming for years. You, you look at it, it ancient 
Egyptian hieroglyphics and you see them yeah. there. You see, you know, old early century works of art and they're there. Like they've just been coming and I really, I really got to wonder if it's like, we're just here to check on you, make sure you haven't completely destroyed yourselves, or maybe they're waiting for us to completely destroy ourselves and then, then come in and inhabit it. Look at um, Orson Welles. He wrote the book uh, War of the Worlds. You know, that book was written, if I'm not mistaken, late 1800s. It was published in 1898. So just on that, you know, you know, we've been talking about them for, for a while. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I know a lot of people are saying the reason we see a lot more of them is because of the bombs falling. They notice the explosions. I don't know how. Maybe they're monitoring us from the dark side of the moon. Well, it had to have sent some kind of pulse out into the, you know, some kind of shock wave out into the, you know, universe. Like that, I mean, a, a nuclear weapon is, that's a pretty big damn explosion. Even for us, you know. What is it? Russia developed one that was what? God, I forgot the name of it, but it was like a thousand times stronger than the bombs we dropped in Japan. Like, that's that's insane to think about. You talking about sending out a shockwave into the universe. It, it reminded me of a book out there I've debated on reading. It seems a little out there, but, you know, I'm not one to dismiss a theory. But this uh, guy, his name's Nigel Kerner. Uh, wrote a book that the greys are actually some sort of uh, bio-engineered, like they're engineered robot humanoid things, whatever you want to call them. But their purpose is to harvest human souls because they long to have souls of their own, something to that effect. So just going on that theory, maybe so many people died and they have some sort of soul monitoring something or other maybe that triggered them to come back more uh in their quest to capture these souls uh i don't know much about the theory so not enough to discuss it but it's it's interesting (laughs) yeah on that on that same theory think about it what there's about close to eight billion people on this planet now just on that maybe they're coming back around like hmm we could wipe off like half and we could still have enough in a few years to come back again. I'm going to look this up. I think it's around three, 3 billion. But in the 40s and 50s, there's only about 3 billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, we started rabbiting like crazy. Yeah, right. So it's not a far stretch to think they got to be harvesting something. If they all of a sudden, like you said, if there's an influx of them coming in, why? I mean, there's, they got to be doing something. You think about it, that many people, you know, a few people go missing here and there. Who's going to really notice, right? Right. Especially nowadays. Right. I mean, this could also be a case for missing 411 in a way. You know? Yeah. So, and they're just using all the caves and stuff. We're putting it all together. We're going to get got, guys. Still think the uh, Sasquatches are, you know, working for the aliens and grabbing us and throwing us through the portals. They could be. Their home base is out of Skinwalker Ranch, so. (laughs) 
two, what does that say? It was 2.5 billion people, 1950. Wow. I'm, that's a heck of a jump. Yeah. Let me tell you, I think that stems a lot from, I, I should just, I should look up between the, you know, when the internet really became a home-based thing to now just to see how much of an influx it was between those times because I can guarantee you that's probably where most of it come from. Computers. I really believe, yeah, I really believe that the movie Idiocracy was 147,000% on point. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense, you know. Well, I mean, like, and not to get weird, but I know like at sperm banks and certain sperm banks, you know, they would take down the occupation of the donor and all this stuff, like except minus the name and all that, right? So, and they're they're like high industry sperm banks. And you can choose what donor you want based off of like how smart they are, if they play like the cello or, you know, if they're an MIT graduate, things like that. So, so DNA yeah. manipulation without DNA manipulation is what that is. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. So, and now these are sperm banks where you go in and you pay a bunch of money, like you know, yeah. just gonna go for you know, just put it in me and let's hope a baby pops out type deal, you know. But anyway, so I mean, y'all have anything else to add to it or nothing? Nothing much to add. I mean, I'm. Definitely a firm believer. Uh, a lot of what we talked about, I think they've interfered with us in some form or fashion for a long time. Uh, I think we've we have got technology from them, be it reverse engineering, working with them, gifts from them, some something. Yeah, because uh, that lines up with that 1950s where the population started rising too. I never even thought about that. What Josh was just talking about. So uh, there's there's something going on for sure. That's a that's a weird that's a weird uh, conspiracy chain or whatever uh, theory on them being soul. Uh, I don't want to say snatchers, um, collectors, and then the population rising after those few incidents that we did see, you know, and then it it kind of booming from there. It is a weird thing. Get the pins and strings, boys. <laughs> oh, we already have them. Don't put them on camera because we don't want people to see how crazy we are. I know. We, Shane really needs one behind his wall. Like, just behind him. Just a big ass. Right. Which, I have the maps. If I didn't work in the same area, I'd have them up. But I don't need my boss being like, Shane, uh, <laughs> do you need to speak to HR? You know, are you okay? <laughs> I said you just light up a cigarette and be like, look. Put your hat on. Follow me on this one. Okay. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> put barbecue sauce on <laughs> Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get a thing of barbecue sauce, set over here on the shelf, and see if anyone do notices. It. <laughs> and you just got to not blink, and then every now and then just like lick your lips. Pick up a drink of water and take a sip out of it. <laughs> just. <laughs> That man took like long drinks out of that glass, and that's some bitch never emptied. They never refilled it. 
I'm like, did you even drink it? He needed to just get his lips wet so he could just lick the water off. <laughs> hey, some reptiles, that's how they do get uh, types of, uh, like my bearded dragon. I can squirt her down with water and she'll soak in the um, water. Hmm. Oh, man. Did, I wonder if they had misters around him. We couldn't see them. <laughs> Just to keep him from being like, <laughs> just yeah, shrivel it up under all them fucking lights. <laughs> oh shit! Well, just to let people know I do water my bearded dragon. Okay, so, <laughs> I want people to be like, you just spray her down with water. No, I missed her. Helps with shedding, keeps her moist. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but anyways, so yeah, Josh, what are your thoughts on it? My dogs are barking. Um. Well, I can, I guess we're all on the same page on this one. Hundred uh, percent, alien aliens are real. Uh, they're here. I don't think they're here to do any kind of harm. I do now believe that they are possibly soul gatherers. Um. I mean, I, that's, that one kind of stuck. I don't understand, but I like that idea. Like here, alien, you can have my soul. I don't. It's I don't have much use for it anyway. So, you know, they can have it. <laughs> but yeah, I believe a hundred percent. I mean, I'm I'm right there. I mean, I don't know about the whole soul thing. That, that is a cool concept. I I I just believe that there's more out there than what we know, and I just cannot. I can't sit there and say that we're it. You know. And I know a lot of people disagree with me on it, and that's fine. You're allowed to. I don't care. But I do believe, like, out in the vast void, there's at least one other planet, at least one other planet, that has some type of intelligent life on it, and my dogs are not it because they will not stop barking. <laughs> I'm just letting you know it's time to go. <laughs> no, yeah, because it's it's close to time. They they eat around this time, so yeah. So Cash is begging for food. So, but yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, like always, these are just our thoughts. Tell us what you think, and if you want to easily, you can do it on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. Check us out at the Paranormal Minds of JST.